Hi everyone. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about suffering. We're going to be talking about how self-preservation keeps us in a place of suffering. But that if we lose that self-preservation, because we trust in the Lord and we look to Him, then that allows Him to bring salvation and deliverance and relief from suffering to us. Enjoy today's episode. Well, we've been talking a lot about character and God developing character in us, and we've been talking about in past episodes about comparison and uh, judging one another and how God doesn't want us doing any of that stuff. And we can focus on Him and He can cause us to stand and, and to do well and to grow in godly character. And one of the things that we want to talk about today is a place where um, sometimes we, we can easily fall into a victim mentality and fall into a place where we just want God to fix us mm-hmm. for our own sake. And so let's look at 1 Timothy uh, chapter 1 and uh, let's start, let's read verse 15 and 16 here. And uh, let's see what Paul has to say here. And as we were joking about it, let's see what the Holy Ghost through Paul has to say here. <laughs> All right, so 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 15 says this in the Amplified. The saying is sure and true and worthy of full and universal acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am foremost. And let's just say there's a, there's a lot of people that just stop at that statement mm-hmm. and they say, I must be the chief of all sinners. Thank God that Jesus came and saved me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they look at it from that perspective only and they are only looking at themselves. Mm. Jesus saved me. Thank God He saved me. I was the chief of sinners. Jesus saved me. But let's look at verse 16 here. It says this, But I obtained mercy for the reason that in me, as the foremost, and he's referring to the foremost of sinners at that time, Jesus Christ might show forth and display all His perfect long-suffering and patience for an example to encourage those who would therefore believe on Him for eternal life. And so that's verse 16 really shows you why. It's not just for Paul's sake. Mm-hmm. It is for Paul's sake. It is not just for Paul's sake. Mm-hmm. He's saying so that Christ Jesus might show his great patience and uh, long suffering by waiting all that time, by enduring Paul's be- Saul's behavior until he got born again and he became Saul, and as making him an example so that others can believe. It's for the purpose of others to believe. They can look and say, if God was able to save Saul, who was the chief of all sinners, then there must be hope for me. God can save me too. But it's for Jesus' purpose. He's not, he's not saying here, because I was just so terrible in sin. He's saying, so that the purposes of Jesus can be displayed for others through me. Amen? Amen. Amen. We see that Many people are affected by someone else's suffering, but the reason it bothers us is because of our own personal area of suffering. No one likes to suffer. Let's just not, there's not a one of us who lines up and said, today I want to suffer terribly. Nobody wakes up and thinks that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but making decisions based on suffering is very dangerous. Yeah. I was on a, a plane flight to to uh, some ministry occasion and and Doreen was with me and she was in the window seat, she likes that one. And we typically leave the middle seat open when we book it and that's because if someone does come in, takes 
takes that, then then you know we can have them kind of cornered. <laughs> and so <laughs> there's one particular flight that was a it had a very short flight and then another one, and it happened to be a nurse. And for some reason, she just sat down and just opened up immediately. Now, not everybody does that, but she did. And she was talking about a personal situation and, and talking about euthanasia hmm. and how she didn't like to see that suffering. And, uh, and these were her words. It was her brother and suffering from cancer. And this is why she was in agreement with euthanasia. Not bec She says, I saw my brother suffering. And I hurt so bad inside because there was nothing I could do about it. Was it about the brother's suffering? No. No, she absolutely not. She couldn't handle it. She couldn't handle it. She couldn't help the, the pain she felt mm -hmm. watching someone else suffer. Now, this person in the bed didn't want to take those drugs and had made decisions about even pain medicines. And it was bothering this person. She said, if he could have just taken the pill. I tried to convince him, take that pill. He ended up going on and, and he did survive a very terrible time. And I said, well, you know, I asked her, well, he didn't die then. He died much later and he seemed to go into a period of recovery and spend some more years on earth. But in the period of suffering, her own suffering was highlighted. Mm -hmm. And this is something, and one of the reasons I think that we don't move forward in honesty about our personal situations because the very thought of pain or why doesn't God heal me today, why doesn't he do it the moment I ask him, is because we are so afraid of the pain of suffering. Mm -hmm. And it locks us in and holds us there. I was sharing with the pastors how in one particular occasion when I was in Kenya, there was a woman who had been crippled. Everybody in the town knew it. She had been to doctors. And she was none the wiser. It was a very biblical story. <laughs> and she paid a lot of money. And in Kenya, they don't have a, a medical system. It's better today than it was at that time. But they didn't have what we have here. But they tried and tried and tried. And so she was walking with uh, canes and uh, crutches. And, and she was very twisted on the one side. And the Lord said, go pray for her. And I prayed for her. And I knew in my spirit, I, I knew it was done. And I took a couple of steps back from her after I laid hands on her. And I didn't, I didn't say a nice smile. Well, the Lord has healed you today. I didn't do that. I looked at her and I very sternly went, come. Now, somewhere, someone's taking pictures. There's actually pictures. I think they're even in our, our uh, CLC Facebook page. And she looked at me and she just straight-eyed look at me. She threw down her, her crutches and whatnot, and she threw them off and began to take steps. By the time she'd taken three or four steps, she was completely straightened out and began to run. And that was wonderful mm -hmm. and glorious. But the people around her, mm -hmm. there was fear that came on their faces. They knew. They had watched her suffer for years, probably. Mm -hmm. And there's... They were so worried that God wouldn't heal her. They were so worried about their own self. What if this is embarrassing? What if it doesn't work? All of these kinds of things. Why? That's nothing to do with God. Mm -mm. That's right. Nothing. Mm -mm. That's everything to do with their own personal take on God. Mm. This is what's been stalling so many from growth mm -hmm. because they're worried they might suffer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's limiting. Mm -hmm. How are we ever going to get through that, pastors? Mm. How are we going to get through that? What's the decisions that we have to make? I think, I'm not telling you, oh, your life's going to be horrible. That's not what we're saying. Mm -mm. But we can't make a decision based on pain. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. or what it might cost us in that sense. Yes, there's a cost to serving Jesus, but that's not it. Mm -hmm. That's not it. The cost isn't suffering and in pain and lack of healing. That is not about the covenant things. That's not what the suffering, it's, it's, it's just, we want you to know there is a place God will get you through all that. Yeah, you know, what it reminds me of is um, the scripture that says, you know, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And um, if he has healed in the past, well, he's the same today, and he's gonna heal today, and if he's the same today, he's going to heal in the future. He's going to heal. He's going to take care of you. He's going to help you change that character um, aspect in your life. He's going to help you do that because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the other thing that it reminds me of is actually in uh, First Peter. Why don't, we, why don't we turn there to First Peter uh, 5. Um, We'll start in verse 5, I think. Yeah. It says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now, it's talking about humbling yourself. It's talking about casting your care. That, that's, that's character. That's talking about character. Do you have the character that, do you have the trust in God to be able to give whatever you're going through to Him? And in my own life, I've mentioned this before, I w I've been completely healed of multiple sclerosis. But at the same time, I and believing God and trusting in God that I'm going to be healed from food allergies in my life so that I don't have to be concerned about what I'm eating all the time. I have to make a choice. Do I trust God? Do I trust Him that His Word is true? And can I trust Him enough to cast that care upon Him and, and not look at the circumstances, not be concerned that He's not going to do it like Pastor Gwen was going to say, was just saying. You know, um, and am I going to go to him and say, well, Lord, heal me of MS. Why aren't you doing that? Why aren't, why aren't you healing my, my food allergies that I have? You know, that, that's not trusting him. That's showing, uh, in uh, the last episode, we were talking about um, that, you know, we're needing to be on the milk of the word as opposed to the meat of the word and, and, and not, and not um, being babies, really, in, in Christ. And, so if, if I'm coming to that, to that, I don't really trust him. I don't, I'm, I'm not, my character hasn't grown to just to know who he is, regardless of what's happening right in front of my face. I, uh, for example, um, my relationship with Heather. Heather and I have been married for 27 years. But that's not suffering. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was funny, Pastor. <laughs> you know, um, I know Heather, 
and I know that her heart is towards me. Absolutely. Regardless of what I'm seeing in front of me or what she's asking me to do or whatever the situation is, I know that her heart is for me, so I trust that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, when you get to know the Lord and you grow in the Word and you allow Him to grow your character, you get to trust Him. You don't see, yes, yes. You, you don't look at what's happening in front of your mm -hmm, face. Mm -hmm. You trust His Word. You trust Him intrinsically. Mm -hmm. You know, the character that we've been talking about of God, which He's trying to put on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. I, I trust Him that I'm, there's one, one day where I'm going to be completely healed of all of my food allergies. Amen. I know it. Amen. 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 You know, this can all, the, like we're talking about this, but this doesn't just relate to healing, but like, or hurts and wounds of, um, in our physical body, but they can be emotional pain yeah. and things mm -hmm. like that. Absolutely. But like, just like when you are hurt, like, and you're dealing with a, an ailment, you start to make life choices based on those ailments and mm. they, they affect, uh, you and limit you. That's right. And uh, so if we're thinking emotional emotional pain, that can do it as well. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, it, it can be true. People are mean. Mm -hmm. That's and true. people have gone to churches and people have been mean. And people get have emotional pain. And they keep that emotional pain locked up inside. And then they make decisions based on that emotional pain, yeah. that they're not going to let other people in, mm -hmm. that they're not going to let other people talk, speak into their life, mm -hmm. that they're not going to like truly like take what, uh, what, what maybe like that pastor hurt me, that pastor did me wrong, that pastor did this or that, the other thing, or the people in that church. I'm never, I'm, I'm not going to church again. Mm -hmm. And cutting yourself, they cut, people cut themselves off from the body of yeah. Christ. And it never goes well with you if your body part is cut off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not going to end the suffering, that's people, for sure. <laughs> yeah, people make choices based on that pain. Mm -hmm. and, and the thing is, is when you make choices based on pain, it's, it's meant to alleviate it. Mm -hmm. But true healing doesn't come in alleviating pain. True healing Ooh. comes from Jesus. Amen. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the ways that I got through some of the difficulties I faced in my life, because we've all faced them, mm -hmm. I it, it just so opened up to me one day about pressure because I could feel all the world pressure. And sometimes as a pastor, there are so many things. And then, then your wife and you're a parent. Now you're, I'm a grandparent and all kinds of issues and they rise up and and I was feeling that pressure of life. And there's this temptation because of a fear of suffering. If you'll acknowledge it, you can step back from it. And so I, I, I realized that there was pressure. If I stayed in the pressure, it could bring more pain. Mm -hmm. It could. Mm -hmm. But there was this temptation to pull back just a bit. Surely if I pulled back from the pressures, from the things, and mm -hmm. took a break, I'm not against taking a rest, but you have to know when mm -hmm. to take a vacation. And so as I was praying and studying, because I knew I needed, my mind needed washing, it needed help, it needed the word. Mm -hmm. And I turned to Hebrews chapter 10. And, and in verse 38 it says, Now the just shall live by faith. At that point, while I have faith in a lot of areas, I needed more faith that day. Mm -hmm. I had to trust what you were talking about, that what I was doing was the will of God. Mm -hmm. I had to trust where he placed me. There was an anointing to manage what he'd 
brought before me because I don't happen to believe that God will, if I've said only yes to the things he told me, then I've got what it takes to walk through it. Mm -hmm. If I've said yes to things he didn't tell me, that's a different story and another whole episode, I'm sure. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, and that was like, so there's that temptation. If I pull back from the pressure, mm -hmm. I'll feel better. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll avoid pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. He says, he says, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. And I realized that it was my soul that was in trouble. It wasn't my spirit man. My spirit man's born again. But my head was in trouble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my head was looking for a release of pressure. Mm -hmm. And as if I did it for selfish reasons. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, because you want to feel better. I wanted mm -hmm. to feel better. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I wanted the pressure gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for soulish solutions, mm -hmm. <laughs> a yeah. mind solution. You know, maybe I just take a couple aspirin and go to bed for a while. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll just have a little rest. I'll go and take a nap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if I've learned anything, it's this. That is the time I have to draw into God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Into. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it won't be based on feeling. I might even pray and it feel like you're in a dry well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I know spring up a well. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah. And I know with joy you shall draw water out of the well. That's mm -hmm. what it says in Isaiah chapter 12. It says, you sh with joy shall you draw water out of the well of, you know what it is? Salvation. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what's salvation? All the things I need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So instead of pulling out of the pressure, I pushed in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I said, this is what I know. That's how, when I talk about pushing in, Sometimes we say these things and mm -hmm. I want to put meaning mm -hmm. to it. What did I do when I pushed in? I reminded myself of what God had promised. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is what he said. Mm -hmm. God, I believed I only said yes to what you asked me to. Mm -hmm. God, because I've said yes, you gifted and anointed me to have the, and given me wisdom to do what your purposes are. Mm -hmm. So now I'm deciding to rest in your presence. I'm going to worship you because people who are at rest worship God. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. When you're at peace, you worship God. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't have like physical chains on me like, like they Peter in prison or anybody else in prison. I wasn't doing that. I wasn't doing what Paul did at midnight. I wasn't mm -hmm. doing what, mm -hmm. you know, angels and all of that. But I was just, I didn't have any physical chains. Mm -hmm. But I could have. If mm -hmm. I continued, I could have had those emotional physical pains. But I didn't. So I, I decided to worship God. Mm -hmm. Amen. And the joy came. Amen. And spring up, oh, well, it did. Amen. Yeah, and pretty amen. soon it was like, whoo, praise God. Mm -hmm. Amen. This one thing I do, press towards that yeah. high calling. Amen. Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't feel it in the moment, mm -hmm. but you have that high calling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. He's called you. Practical things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, really what you did is the exact next, the, the next verse, verse 39. But, and you basically declared this, but we are not of them that draw back unto That's the, right. you know, perdition, <laughs> but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And it mm -hmm. did. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. it, it had that salvation effect on my head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, hallelujah. It, it's a good thing. Amen. And it wasn't hard. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. uh, it took a choice. Not stepping in when you haven't taken that step of faith yet. It seems real hard and it seems um, like it's something too big to deal with at the point. But if you choose to trust God, you have the character to choose to trust God, to know who he is and take that step of faith. Yeah. It is like, oh, oh, okay. This really works. Yeah, this really works. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty Amen. awesome. Praise God.
Amen. Hallelujah. Imagine that. Imagine that. Faith works. <laughs> it did. <laughs> and it does and, and it will. <laughs> and salvation wasn't that far from my head. But praise <laughs> the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Got any words to wrap us up today, Pastor? Well, I think we should just wrap this up and then we'll probably continue on with this. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, faith stands firm in what God has promised. It's not, faith doesn't consider itself. No. It considers the promise of God. Amen. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.